back. We're always back. Shout out the diggers. Shout out war. It's Anzac Day. Welcome back to the Jam Room Podcast, guys. How you all doing out there? Hope you've had a fantastic week as always. Nice long weekend here in Perth, or I guess all of Australia, celebrating Anzac Day this fine Monday, uh, which is kind of just... Uh, Anzac is a joint thing. Obviously, New Zealand and Australia getting their ass kicked in various uh, battles. Uh, but, you know, we've got to remember that stuff. Um, you know... It's kind of a kick in the face because we've been so subverted in our freedoms over the last couple of years. Uh, the very thing these people were fighting against. Um, but, you know, we'll still mildly celebrate it uh, just out of respect or whatever. Huge week in music, guys. Um, I don't know what happened, but on fucking April 22nd, I believe, what Spotify's telling me, um, a ton of fucking new albums came out, so there was just fucking plenty to talk about. So we're going to get to a huge chunk of music reviews at the end of this podcast, guys. Um, so I'll keep this little intro sort of thing a little bit short, I guess. I've been fucking not really obsessing. That's not really the right word, but uh, I have been going down the fucking Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial rabbit hole <laughs> quite a bit. I'm ashamed to admit how many hours I've been spending watching this trial. It's fucking fascinating. Fucking love it. I know it's not over. We'll see what happens. Justice for Johnny. I'm definitely team Johnny. You're, you, there's something wrong with you if you cannot understand how um, manipulative and just insane and evil this Amber Heard bitch is. I mean, just look at her face. It is disgusting. She is. She's not even a very good actor when, like, Literally, this is the time to act, lady. And you, you suck at it. Like, she's pretending to be upset this whole time. It's just the face of evil. I fucking uh, don't like it. Johnny Depp's very charming. He's a very charming guy. Um, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get into it when more details come out or whatever. Fucking who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with this? I just hope, you know, the world kind of realizes that uh, some bitches be crazy. And uh, sometimes they... Fucking go against the wrong person. And I fucking hope Johnny actually gets whatever justice is coming his way. Uh, or whatever. But, you know, it's been, it's been weird. Like, fucking last weekend, we had the big Easter sort of bullshit or whatever. And it kind of sucks. Like, you have to prepare for, like, Good Friday to make sure you've got enough beers and all that sort of stuff. And fucking the same thing was happening for Anzac Day. The fucking bottle shops, for some reason, weren't opening till 1 p.m. That's way too late for me. I went to a fucking one of my local bottle shops. I have a few that I frequent, guys. I like to spread it around a little bit. But um, so I go there the other day, and there's this fucking new dude like working, right? Never seen him before. He's got this horrible fucking mullet. Comes out as that I want whatever this carton of beer and um, twenty five pack of these cigarettes or whatever, right? Simple order: carton of beer, pack of smokes. Fuck yeah. He goes in, sort of fucking rummaging about a little bit. Pops his head back out. I'm in the drive-thru in my car, obviously. And uh, he's like, oh, what cigarettes were those again, mate? And fucking, I tell him. One of my Rothmans or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, he comes out to the car. Because I've given him my card, so he's already charged me, right? Um, 
comes out to the car with a completely different carton that I didn't order and a completely different brand of smokes that I was after. I was like, dude, I didn't order any of this. I said, Rothman Blues and I think it was Han's Super Dry or some shit I was drinking, some mid-strength, right? And he's fucking, uh, oh, sorry. So he was, he was 0 for 2 and not even that because he needed clarity. So he's kind of like 0 for 3 even though I fucking ordered two things, right? He's fucked it up again. And so he goes and he changes things over and he comes back and he has to take my card back off me for some reason uh, to give me whatever refund because I guess what he'd given me was more expensive than what I'd ordered or whatever. Takes my card and then he comes back out with like $9 in coins for me. He's like, oh, here's your change. I'm like, I'm just fucking losing my mind at this point. Like, like, why did you need my card again for a start? Um, I didn't pay in cash. Why are you giving me cash? That's why I gave you my card back. So you put the money back into my account. Like, I don't fucking carry cash. What am I going to do with these fucking pile of coins now? Or whatever. And, you know, he's, he's fucked up so much and he's trying to be cool and all that sort of stuff. And I realized I was being super nice to this guy. I didn't fucking hit him. I didn't belittle him. I didn't fucking make these zero for three jokes or anything like that. And I realized I was being a bit of a dick. I was being nice to him because he had a mullet. And because he had the mullet, I just a fucking assumed this is the best he could do. That's such a good fucking strategy, guys. If you want people to lower expectations of you, get yourself a fucking mullet. And then when you fuck up, you can just kind of point to the back of your head and everyone will sort of shrug and go, oh, yeah, I suppose. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing. Um, but yeah, got my beers. Fucking, you know, uh, Anzac Day morning. The thing's not open until later. I, you know, I just had to go grab a carton of beers from the boat because I know there's always spares there. <laughs> I'll just pay it back later or something like that. But fuck, whatever. How's your musical week been? Has it been fun? Have you been checking out some of the new albums that we're going to talk about? Because there is a fucking plenty of them. So what happened? Oh, excuse me. Um, last week, Curtis suggested a couple of albums to me. He suggested a new album from, let me check my notes, um, from Ocean Grove, which is an Australian sort of new metal-ish kind of um, outfit, um, as well as Northlane. I was excited about uh, the new Northlane album because I, I hadn't really given them a lot of time, and I know they're coming over to Perth, and they're being supported by Sleep Token, who I love. And so I was on the fence about going to this show, so glad to check out that album. Um, so then I hit Curtis up with a couple of albums that I was going to check out this week. Um, things like uh, the new Kirk Hammett EP, his solo release or whatever. Psychedelic Porn Crumpet's got a new album out. So does King Gizzard the Lizard Wizard. And so does a guy by the name of Daniel Johns, um, who used to fucking um, sing for a band called Silverchair, which was pretty cool back in the day. So... A lot of music reviews this week. So we're going to get into that section with Curtis is coming up next. And then stay tuned afterwards because there's a little something, something that I want to sort of start introducing at the end of every month. Um, and we'll talk about that on the other end of this conversation with Curtis. So without further ado, eh, little Simpsons reference, here's Curtis. Recording's in progress, Curtis. All right, welcome oh, back, shit. man. How are you, dude? Thanks, man. Always good to be on the pod. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of the old Jam Room podcast. Well, so, uh, 
It's lovely to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely to finally be here. Uh, Curtis and I have just spent the last hour or so with technical issues trying to get audio to work <sighs> over fucking this Zoom bullshit thing that we're doing. Can't wait for you to be over here. You can actually be in the studio and all the problems will rest on my shoulders. Oh, mate. Yeah, you don't know how badly I'm sick of just dealing with technical bullshit with programming and audio interfaces and all this other nonsense that never seems to work the way it does although it usually did it did but today for some reason it didn't i don't know there's a ghost in the machine man there always fucking is fuck it so you're on for the music review portion of this podcast um i don't know how i would have set it up earlier um because i'm gonna do all the intro and stuff after this i'll probably do it all tomorrow and shit because it's taken so long to fucking organize um but (laughs) it started because you suggested an album to me so i was like cool you should come on the podcast and talk about it because you did mention that you'd like to hear another side when i do my music reviews because sometimes i'm a little bit uh dickish or or whatever so you sent me an album uh you sent me a second one (laughs) as well i sent you another four um and you got through most of them uh so we're going to talk about them Right. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So my okay. apologies on not getting through the other ones, but um, let's face it, they're, they're probably lame anyway. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Johns. <laughs> okay. So all right. So uh, well, I'll talk about them real quick, and I'll let you know what these uh, albums are. So I sent Curtis the new Portals EP um, from Kirk Hammett, his very first solo release ever. As a, uh, well, he's done a couple of little solos here and there, but like this is an instrumental EP release of his and his alone. And being a huge Metallica fan um, from, you know, my childhood and stuff like that, I'm actually uh, fucking wearing a Metallica shirt right now. Oh, he's wearing the shirt. In honor of this, because when I heard that he was doing it, I thought, fuck yeah. Because he's been talking about recently just getting into improvising and, you know, being a bit more, um, you know, unleashed with his playing or something like that. And uh So I was excited to see what like the soul of Kirk Hammett was when it came out in this solo album. And I got to tell you, I got a, a lot of notes here because there's six albums we have to talk about. So I had to take notes because I know I'm going to blur lines somewhere. It's a weird well, album, man. Five, five albums, one single. Yeah, Isn't the Kirk one just a single? It, it's a single. When you click on it, it's an EP. It comes in at 27 minutes. And some of the okay. albums that we yeah. talk about are only in like the 30 minute mark. So it's pretty much an album. It's definitely not a single. There's like four or five tracks on it, maybe four. Mm-hmm. So there must be pretty long tracks. And um, I don't know what to tell you. Like if you were to think of Kirk Hammett and Kirk Hammett's doing a solo album, what, what would you expect, Curtis? I would expect a lot of solos. Um classic I would shred solos a, right a bit of wankiness to it a bit of shreddy a bit of showing off um yep but you know it's still it's still tasteful and still kind of old school maybe a bit of riffage playing. stuff like that yeah of course some, some you'd, you'd expect riffage. like a metallica-esque kind of instrumental thing you're not gonna get that from this album it's fucking weird man it's wow, a very okay. weird album uh so it's very dramatic there's lots of strings and weird like chord ideas and for the for most part of the album no big shredding solos at all anywhere to be seen right oh wow that's surprising it's a very strange album but it doesn't it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel like these are good songs as a whole it feels to me like a collage of different ideas 
kind of tacked together mm. in a weird way. That's so right. it's very slow. It takes a while to get things, but like nothing's really hooky. Nothing's like a thematic thing that unites the whole song or anything like yeah. that. It just feels like a whole bunch of ideas tacked together. Then you get to the last song, and yes, there's things tacked together, but you finally get a fucking big wah pedal solo in there, right? Nice. And you okay, get some fucking cool. shred towards the end. So that's it. It's very dark. It's very dramatic. What other notes do I have? The guitar tone sucks through a lot of it. <laughs> really sucks. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do with the guitar. It's like he was trying to do something experimental-ish, like a Jack White would get away with. But yeah, okay. it just sounds like a beginner's practice amp mic'd up with the classic well, sort I mean, of maybe, settings. Maybe that's why it's actually called a single on Spotify. Even though, you know, it's a lengthy EP, if there's only really one polished song on there, maybe the rest is kind of just throwing out ideas. They all seem like they're equally weighted, but I don't uh, fucking, I don't know. So I, yeah. I don't like it. Um, what other things do I have here? Yeah, there's a random fucking sitar at some point. Um, you know, whatever. It's a strange mix of an album. Like the drums are pretty good and actually sound really nice, but they're weirdly low in the mix. Ugh, still burping while I'm trying to get this fucking sentence out. They're weirdly low in the mix. The guitars are a little bit too high, whatever. That's my problems with it. You didn't get to hear it. Yeah. Check it out. You'll see what the fuck I mean. The Kirk Hammett uh, EP, his first solo thing after... Metallica, I don't want to say after Metallica, Metallica's still going strong. Yeah, they're still kicking um, it. But yeah, yeah, it's called Portals, whatever, very original name. Good for him. I'll have to check There's another out. one that I checked out that you didn't. Daniel um, Johns. The Daniel Johns album called Future Never. Can we Future just preface Never. this by yeah. saying uh, big week for Australian music. Pretty much all the artists other than Kirk Hammett are all Australian. Oh, I'm really glad you interjected here. Right. All right. So yeah. also... Everything else we're about to talk about, the next five albums are, as Curtis mentioned, all Australian artists. And that was not through design. That was just accidental. They just happened to be the things we wanted to check out this week. Um, because yeah. the 22nd of April was a big fucking day for music releases. There was tons. Huge. There's a new fucking Wiz Khalifa album. Couldn't care less, whatever. It's all the other stuff that we want to talk about, right? Um, mm. uh, but also, today that we're recording this podcast is a very Australian day. It's Anzac Day. Yes. Named after the cookie. What are the odds? And um, <laughs> Named after the cookie. Come yeah, on so, you know, it's one, a big day. Let's do it right now, man. Here, let me um, fucking uh, scramble with some little leads here. Let me jostle myself about. Let's just uh, take a little minute silence, um, as we do on Anzac Day, um, to listen... <laughs> Uh, wait, isn't that Remembrance Day that you do the minute silence? No, nah, whatever, whatever. There's minute silence any any time a situation calls for it. Uh, and so <laughs> here we go. It's great podcasting when you do a minute silence. So I'm going to um, play the last post. Here we go. Just, let's just take oh, a minute. That's good content. All righty, a minute silence for the Anzac Respect Day. Respect to those That's fallen it. soldiers. No. Time flies when you're having fun. It didn't even <laughs> feel like a minute. It was weird. So the yeah. rest of the albums we're going to talk about so are Australian. Much, uh, remembering of and respect that just flew yep. by. Oh, the respect just bleeds out of us. Um, you know, shout out to the old diggers. <laughs> 
literally, like, I just want to say, like, I don't mean any disrespect to the the fallen Anzacs. But anyway, that, that was funny. No, 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 no. Let's no move they on. fought for our freedom to make fun of them. Um, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, shout yeah. out diggers. And Good for you guys. Um, out of it. <laughs> that's it, man. I can't believe they named an entire battalion after a very popular cookie. It was very cool. <laughs> so Daniel Johns released a new album uh, called Future Never. Uh, people out there might know him as the anorexic guy from Silverchair. Yep. Can yep, I just, right? before you do your quick little review of it, can I just okay. take a guess at what the album is? Because I didn't get a chance to get to this one. But, All right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw out your predictions, bro. Is it, is it whiny? Does he touch on a lot of emotional topics such as addiction and anorexia and is it really emotional now is he trying to you know show his softer side and <laughs> okay i'm really happy to address these expectations because um you would absolutely assume that because he's a fucking uh, he's a bitch right you know that's what we <laughs> We think he was cool in the early I know, 2000s, but he got like a bit 90s, weird and whiny. But... I understand. I yeah. did not remember any of that sort of baggage when I listened to this album, and it's not that, man. It's, it's oh, well, in fact, cool. one that's of my cool. um, most enjoyed albums of the week from what we're going to talk about. I would rate this up there in number maybe two or three spot. Oh, it's wow. actually not bad at all, and there were some couple of tricks in there that kind of made me smile. Like, there was some good shit. Like, Daniel Johns is good cool. at guitar. Cool. He's a very he creative is, guitar yeah. player. Um like uh there's r and v by vibes in there he does weird shit where he mixes like a fuzzy guitar sort of thing but with like grand piano sort of sounds which you never really That's heard cool. too much before um it was fucking yeah it was pretty cool and then some songs are like housey some songs are reggae style like it's all over the fucking shop wow. um you know the last solo album like this is the second solo album he's ever done his first one was in 2015 uh called talk um but yeah i don't know there's some interesting shit in this album like a uh, couple of um featuring tracks you know what i mean you know mm, whatever yeah. you know daniel johns with guys. someone else sort of at, at that you know singing some bits and bobs and so he teamed up with this uh this chick singer called purple girl and um mm. They did a song called Freak Never, and it's like this stripped back, weird version of Freak, which we know Daniel Johns from. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, oh, fucking, I don't know if I can pipe in any of this. I mean, we should try, I should have Spotify sort of ready to pipe in some of this stuff whenever we want to. Um, but uh, it's like, it's, it's weird. It's very fucking, yeah, like I said, stripped back version, very ambient very creepy like she's kind of changed the lyrics like that boy's a freak instead of i'm a freak sort of thing and then that's like that's cool i kind of right like towards, that right towards the fucking end of the song um there's that fucking you know the line from uh freak fucking uh freak. no more maybe's yeah, yeah. Your baby's got, baby's got like she's babies. fucking yeah. taken that and made it into like a childish childish sort of like chant let me see if I can find the end of this song. I'm going to try and fade this in a bit. So this is the end of that song. Um, I might have piped this in at the wrong time. Because now it just sounds boring. But... <laughs> 
Mexico. It's kind of hard. That's the lyrics. I thought that was pretty fucking neat and kind of like a weird that thing to do, cool. you know? I dig that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's like he's fucking, he's not disrespecting his past, you know? He's fucking embracing it or whatever. But that's enough from yeah. just Ooh. me. So that's the Daniel John's album, Future Never. I kind of really enjoyed it. It's, it's stylistically over the fucking place. It's, yeah, it's everywhere. No, that's actually I cool liked to it. hear you say that positive review of it, man, because I was expecting it to be kind of. I was never a huge Silverchair fan but... or anything like that, but. Um, like well, they had whatever. their time and place, man. In in like the late nineties, early two thousands, like I said, like they were fucking killing it. And I did yeah. love a lot of their stuff that they were putting out back then. I mean, obviously in the nineties with um, you know the the whole freak frog stomp. I think it was the frog name stomp, of the album. Yeah. yeah. And and then when they came out with uh, is it Diorama, which has uh, perfect view. Uh, I know what song uh, you're talking about. You? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that shit yeah, was yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, that yeah. was good stuff. That was right sort of in the peak of uh, Daniel Johns being fucked up. He's a um, good songwriter. He can do it. He is. And yeah. um, it's just stylistically and emotionally getting to a better place and then you'll crush it. And he did all right with this album, man. I'm fucking, I'm pretty happy with this album. It was pretty good. Um, cool. But we got, we got more to fucking talk with. Where do you want to start, man? I'll let you choose the next one because we've 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 got four uh, albums to cover next. Um, how about we we go on to uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard next? Um, all right, these guys are fucking this, prolific, aren't they? Oh, uh, I have mixed feelings about this album because they're all over the show. Some of it I did I did really enjoy, but a lot of it I just found fucking annoying. Like the the opening track goes for like twenty minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Like this... I could I could have told you not to listen to that first track because they released that as a single a few weeks ago. And we've already covered it on the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Okay, so, well... yeah. So yes, there is a twenty minute long song at the start of this album, um, but the rest of the album it's a um, it's an hour twenty. So the rest of the album's another hour worth of material. Yeah. Quite, yeah. you know, a little bit not as epic as a twenty minute track, but yes. Good on you for Bit getting better. through it. Yeah. Oh, Hopefully you weren't disgusted by the time you got through that. Oh, man. Seriously, like, that first song, it was, like, seriously just starting to annoy me by the end of it. I'm like, you're just saying the same fucking line over and over, playing the same fucking riff, the same tempo, and it's just, oh, like, get the fuck on with the rest of it, man. Like, come on. This is just annoying as fuck. Like... Yeah, we get the hook, you know? Like, it's not even that good for one. Why do you keep doing it for another fucking 10 minutes? Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I, I probably said very similar sentiments about that. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Because, it, you know, it's kind of cool when you, it, it releases as a single because you treat it like a whole release. So it doesn't yeah. matter that you're 15 minutes through. You're, you're excited because that's all you've got. Now that it's tacked onto the start of an album... You're kind of done by the time you get to the end of the first song. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> what else do I have to yeah. fucking endure for this album? But yeah, um, exactly. skipping but that they first did surprise track. Me. They did surprise me as the album went on. Like, it is pretty diverse. They touch on a lot of different styles. Uh, I mean, they have like a, some weird, like heavier songs in there as well, that, which has like... I know. I, I made this note here. There's, an, there's a song called Gaia on there. Um, yeah. And that's heavy-ish it gave me fucking rob zombie vibes 
Yes, yes. Yeah, 100%. and it had that big galloping sort of well. guitar riff, like that, dick-a-dun, dick-a-dun, dick-a-dun. Like, it was this galloping yeah. guitar riff through it. I was like, holy shit. And then it got to the end, and all my notes say is ha, 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 ha. So something <laughs> at the end of it just made it me smile cheesy, man. and just fucking yeah. go, oh, what is going on here? It was it was cheesy, and it, it did have very similar, like, Rob Zombie sort of vibes, but it didn't feel like that's their pocket that they should be falling into, man. Like, it, yeah, it was kind of cheesy and essentially pretty lame. Yeah. But um, but I think they really hit their, hit their stride. I don't know about essentially do. pretty lame. I mean, I, I like their creativity. They're fucking, they're creative guys. They're doing some creative yeah. shit. Yeah, but it's you know? like they wanted to sort of touch on different sort of vibes. And they certainly did, because that song's definitely not like the rest of the album. But that vibe, I think, is just not their vibe, man. Like, it just came off as cheese. Like, Yeah, but, I, um, I see what you mean. Like, I've, I've written down here fucking, like, I got... Because, like you said, they're very experimental with different genres, right? So that's why I like their creativity. <laughs> So the whole album just felt to me like they were fucking just having fun, right? Yeah. Just and having fun, fun fucking around. And these guys are so fucking prolific, man. Um, they started in 2010. They've already got 20 albums out. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 12 years, 20 albums, bunch of EPs, other sorts of shit. These guys are all over the fucking shop, right? They are very wow. fucking prolific. They're, they're obviously amazingly talented musicians that are kind of bored, so they're just having fucking fun with this album, right? Like, here's a little bit of guy. I'll, I'll pipe this in to see if you... That's the Gallop riff I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Give me Rob Zombie vibes. See what I mean? Vocals on this. That's so much I know. to the vocals. I know. The they're, 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 they're having some fun, man. They're having fun. I, I fucking dig it. There's um, a song in there that fucking is, sounds like 90s hip-hop sort of shit. Yeah, and that was kind of cool. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. But like it overall, me of like a bit of old school limp, sort of like a B side limp biscuit. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I understand cool. that. We're gonna yeah. get onto a fucking new metal act in one of our other album reviews coming up. Um, but fucking overall, I kind of it kind of felt a bit Mister Bungly, where it's almost like it's a parody of genres. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like nothing's yeah. to be taken that seriously with this album. Which I like yeah. because it sounds like they're having fun, but also its re listenability is kind of not there for it's, me, you know? It's not there. Nah, nah. But, like, I mean, some of the songs maybe are. Like, when they have the really loungy songs, I feel like that's when they're most in their fucking element. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is actually quality music. When, it, when they just chill and they're just. Yeah, it's like th those loungy songs. They really fucking hit their mark. And I'm yeah, like, I hear where you come from, right, man. This is cool. I, I think this is more their pocket, you know? Their, like, their pocket, like they make great spaces. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like, and when these uh, spaces are kind of patient, for a musician, they're the hardest spaces to create. And especially mm. when they're sophisticated, but patient and open and don't feel congested. Everything's got nice, like, placement. It's, it's all in its pocket, right? That's the best fucking yeah. the music. It, it takes a long time to get that maturity, but it's patience, it's space. So they they are great at that. And they're having fun with it, man. But you can't call yeah, them one thing, but because they are so fucking bombastic, that's now their new identity. 
You know what I yeah. mean? You, which is which is cool, and yeah. and that's and that's pretty original in itself, you know. So, yeah, I, I got to give them respect. Um, yeah, but for me, the album as a whole is a no go. But yeah, we haven't even yeah, mentioned its, its cool name yet. It's it. Omnium Gatherum is the name of the album, by the way. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it yet, yeah. but yeah. So the new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album, Omnium Gatherum. Uh, Pretty cool album all over the shop. If you, do you know, know what King Gizzard, you know what you're into. No, fucker, I don't care. I'm not going to do a fucking. I hate this shit. I hate when if bands that, maybe research words. I, I don't care. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe it does. It means it's some Latin bullshit for like, you know, this is a conglomerate of genres. Omni kind of means like, like with. it's got like, like Omni means all. So it's yeah, like all so, gathering, so I, I guess. On. So when everybody gathers together, you could call it an omnium gatherum, I guess. If yeah, I was just to kind of pick sense, apart what I can see in that word, different genres with this. So yeah, fair enough. They called it. I'm glad yeah. we went down this fucking etymological fucking rabbit hole here, <laughs> Curtis. And without even googling a thing, fuck yeah, we did it. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know <laughs> parts of those words, and I know the, what, what those words sort of sound like. I can, I, can, I can pick up the pieces. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, next one I'll choose, man. Fucking, because you um, you told me to... This was the first one that you suggested to me was the new Ocean Grove album called yeah. Up in the Air Forever. Uh, another Australian act. Um, they, they call themselves yeah. New Metal. Didn't get a fucking massive New Metal vibe from them, dude. It's not really a New Metal And the album no, comes no, in at um, fucking 33 minutes. Um one of the greatest one of the coolest songs that i thought there was on the album that i enjoyed the most was like less than two minutes long and it's featuring a guy named lil aaron it's called uh hmu hit me up uh, and it's kind of like a dance poppy sort of thing but when that happened i was like oh yeah there's some good hooks here there's some cool shit going yeah, on yeah. but fucking it was just over in less than two minutes yeah that's unfortunate um so I, I enjoyed this album. It's it's not one of my favorites from the week, but uh, it's it's cool. It's like, it's very, every song seems sort of big and like anthemy, you know, like yeah. trying to sort of More pop punky to me. It's like slow tempo pop punk. It's There's like a lot fucking... going on though in like every song. In, in the short amount of time that it has, there's kind of a lot there where it's like trying to sort of amp you up yeah but it doesn't really have the co the cool chunkiness to it to make you really get in there but but i still think there's a lot of good ideas in there so that's what i think it, i mean that's why i don't want to say like it's saying new metal and when you listen to the first track of it right like you can hear some new metal things but it's coming in with some some riffage and but and there's a bit of um fucking um you know my white white guy rapping over the top of it like kind yeah, of yeah. a bit too Aussie hip hop flavor for me, because that stuff just makes me cringe. It's a bit too Australian for us. Um, and and you know I like white guy hip hop as much as everybody else, like the greats, like the bare naked ladies. And you get to like <laughs> <laughs> fucking bad like this. Ah, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. But yeah, like I said, it's more pop punkish. It like it was lacking the big metal riffs that new metal knows. Yeah. It had the white guy rap in one song, and then it, it kind of strayed away from that for the rest of the album. Thank God. And um, yeah, we ended up with a pretty pop punky kind of, but like a slow tempo pop punk. Yeah, I liked it. I really liked this album, man. I still liked it. 
Yeah, it's just I, when I, 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 I heard it was that good. Was, yeah, and and I was I was a bit skeptical how you were gonna sort of um, react to this one because I know that's not really sort of your scene, but I mean they've done well. I mean it's produced well. Um, you know, th- these sort of songs would go off live. Like, if you're a fan of, like, the hardcore sort of scene in Australia, like, you would fucking love to see these guys perform these songs. And I know that would go off. Like, I yeah. mean, they, they, they do have a massive following Australia-wide, especially amongst, you know, the... Yeah, so there the is a, there's a track guys, on but... there, um, which is the title track called Up In The Air Forever. Um, and yeah. my notes just say title track is cool. So that's yeah, like, and that's it. when they hit the hardcorey, more fucking, like just hookier riffs, hookier things going on, yeah, rather yeah. than just the sort of soft core pop punk thing. Something like yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, it's not super special the album, but I think if you're if you're a fan of Australian sort of metal, like what what we mainly push out now is more sort of hardcore style, like metalcore. But this is like metalcore combined with sort of like a more approachable poppy punk sort of vibe so yeah no if, if you're into that sort of thing definitely people should be checking them out i mean they're they're talented guys young guys and they are killing it at the moment so yeah, yeah fuck get it. out there and check them check them out yeah so the the album's called up in the air forever ocean grove fuck yeah sweet like australia's pumping out so many weird genres of music and kind of crushing it at a lot of them like it's kind of kind of mm. proud like the, the you know the the diggers should be fucking instead of listening to the last post they should be chucking on some fucking hardcore australian rock or some shit just to you know <laughs> uh, pay yeah. tribute to the fucking freedom that they've given australian musicians to be able to explore these weird genres you know if we were fucking locked down in some bullshit communist nation we wouldn't have the freedom to explore the ideas musically that we get to so yeah whatever that's it it's like day <laughs> named after the Yo. cookie um <laughs> let's get on to psychedelic pawn croppants man what do you think of those guys um Sorry, if you hear some banging, I I'm enjoyed my it. My microphone with me. I'm, I'm trying. Oh, to, you bastard! I'm trying to go for another drink. <laughs> yeah, I can't reach my fridge from here. But anyway, um, I, I was surprised, man. I actually enjoyed this album. Yeah, like, me too, man. Me too. As, as much as I fucking hate the band name, it's just so stupid. Psych- Dude, and I kind of didn't like it when I first up. heard it. Like, I first heard it. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, the guitarist from the band Jack uh, used to work at the indie bar across the yeah, road from me yeah. when I was living in Scarborough, right? And he would tell us about his band or whatever and flick a few little EPs and stuff here and there. And I was like, these guys are very interesting. These guys are very interesting. They're, they're, they're kind of cool. Really thought they were yeah, doing something weird. And then all of a sudden they just blew the fuck up. Obviously he doesn't want anything to do with me now. I might hit him up and see if he wants mm-hmm. to come on the podcast or some shit. Um, yeah, fuck you. But yeah. they are... Very King Gizzard Lizard would style. Lizard. Yeah, that's Lizardy. actually what I was gonna say. Um, Lizardy Wizardy. Pretty similar. That they are trying hard to be kind of acid rock, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's pretty obvious in the in the elaborate. Yeah, they're, they're name psychedelic that they're as trying hell. Trying to go for that that acid rock vibe, which is cool, and and that kind of has a big sort of underground following. I know there's it can, a big it can get a bit too much sometimes. Um, before we go any further, the album is called Night Gnomes like garden gnomes at night uh night gnomes um it's about you know 38 40 minutes long and with this psychedelic sort of rock thing that's going on you know how the vocals have got like it sounds like 
some of the songs it, it works to the detriment where like it's it sounds like the guy's singing through a megaphone at the bottom of a well right yeah yeah and like where you you have no idea what the fuck he like whatever articulation he made with the words that he was making with his mouth is lost in reverb completely lost in exactly. reverb and effects yeah. right so it might as well just be another weird guitar sound there's no narrative to the mm -hmm. vocals because you can't decipher them that's true of a few songs but certainly not all of them not all of them no. not all of them. Um, some of the some of the songs the vocals songs clear up and i was happy with that it's like that's better yeah. the guy can actually sing and can actually tell a story and kind of make you think and be like oh yeah that, that, there's some cool lyrics there but yeah, it's yeah. not all the time some of the songs is just a bit like i said megaphone at the bottom of a well kind of thing which is also similar to the king gizzard bullshit as well but um they can do that they can do not, that. not to call it bullshit i mean a lot of it was bullshit but <laughs> um yeah. But yeah psychedelic porn crumpets like i mean I actually enjoyed this album more than I did the King Gizzard one, just because. Yeah, I think I did as well. It really hit some fucking hard vibes there, where it just it rocks hard, man, and and you can tell they're just loving the shit out of it, as opposed to, you know, King Gizzard, where they're sort of just fucking around and having fun. These guys were kind of just really hitting their stride, man, and going hard you know like and, and there is a lot of diverse vibes as well even though it's all still branched under that classic acid rock yeah but there's, there's, there's so more many different feels poppy, and... riffy kind of hooky stuff like um like yeah, there's a song in there hooky, called um listenable bubblegum infinity all weird and cool fucking song names by the way uh but bubblegum yeah. infinity that was hooky there was like acoustic stuff going on with the guitar and then like you get these other big fuzz tracks or whatever. So they're somewhere in between the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and like Jack White. Right? Yeah, so yeah, Jack White's yeah. way more palatable as far as like a, a good pop rocky kind of, but also fringy kind of indie song. They're kind yeah. of in between Jack White and King Gizzard, right? That's what my notes are telling me to say. And yes, yeah. that kind of makes sense with what you're talking about right now yeah? yeah yeah but there yeah, are some not. fucking and, and they admit the acid thing there's a song in this called acid dent and it's fucking oh, of course. riffs yeah it's just fucking solid riffs all the way through the song yeah. fucking Big wicked fucking fuzz dude that that's kind of like like a bit of an underground sort of thing with australian sort of music there's this this hidden genre of fuzz rock or like acid rock and and it's cool as shit it's it's jammy it's yeah, it's something that you can feel, man. But this is it like it gives you polished. something else it's to do with the guitar. Like, that. yeah, they they are very. It, it is polished. It is pretty cool, and I love when you can sense the maturity about a band, and that maturity yeah. might come with like, like a sense of identity, or like just being comfortable in whatever weirdness they happen to be, but feeling comfortable in it and making a more mature song from that space that you've created that's you and that's fucking identity that's fucking the goal yeah, of all musicians is to be that's identifiable important. as like oh that's your fucking sound holy crap that's mm. this sounds like a psychedelic porn crumpet song it must be you know what i mean and you yeah, get that yeah. you can see it a mile away i like the fucking album uh it it's called night it. gnomes yes yeah psychedelic porn crumpets that you know they started here in perth they're not all from here in perth Jack's a British guy. Um, but yeah, the band's okay. from here, so whatever. Its inception started in the fucking the mean streets of Scarborough. they still live in Perth? I don't fucking yeah. know. I don't live in Scarborough yeah, anymore, so Jack doesn't work at the indie bar anymore, that's for sure. 
Okay. But yeah, whatever. Well, All right, that's we... good to know. <laughs> Hopefully, he's getting some some success out of his music instead yeah. of just uh, pouring beers. But yeah, there's nothing no, wrong with that, you... man. Nothing wrong with that. We all <laughs> might end up pouring beers at some point in life. It can all fucking go wrong. You never know. That's true. You never know. Oh, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. All right. Well, what do we have left, man? I know we've, we've, got, definitely we've, got, got, we've my... just got the North Lane album to talk about, and we're fucking done. Go grab a beer. All right, cool. I'll I'm actually really the fucking piss. Give me All a right, You go do that. I'll do a little intro here. So we got through those fucking five albums, guys. I know this is a bit of a music review marathon, but what a fucking week it's been. Jesus Christ, so much has been fucking um, released, and uh, we're here to talk about the, the cool shit so far. I'll give you a little recap. Why not? Wait. I'll, start, I'll fucking light a cigarette first. How about that? All right, we've talked about Kirk Hammett's new fucking uh, silly little EP called Portals. Talked about Future Never, which is the new album uh, from Daniel Johns. Then where did we go? We went to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard um, or whatever. And the album was called um, Omnium Gatherum, which we kind of figured out means whatever. Ocean Grove. Then we went to Psychedelic Porn Crappers. We're here at North Lane now and North Lane... Are coming to I'm Perth, back, and, and and all right, you're back. So Northland are coming to Perth while you're back here in Perth for a little while, right? Correct. And we are interested in this concert, um, not because of Northland, but because of the Great Sleep Token, of which I am a huge fan. And well, I didn't. Yes, know... I mean I I am a fan of Northland. Just to interject here, but uh, I I see I've already seen them like twice, um, and I've only really started probably being twice a fan. this year. Yeah, they uh, they tour quite a lot. Um, uh, I think they're Sydney guys, or are they Melbourne? I don't know. But. Either way, it's East Coast. They're not over here. And um, so I was in that weird conundrum of fucking, all right, don't really know if I call about North Lane. Really want to see Sleep Token, but if they're a support act in this tour, all right, I'm only going to get 30 minutes. Do I really want to pay a full price ticket just to see 30 minutes of Sleep Token? Maybe. I'm still a maybe on that, right? And then... I was thinking, all right, let's hold off buying the ticket in case Sleep Token do a side show. And then I'll just go to that one yeah. instead, right? Cool. And so listening to this album, I fucking am definitely going to buy a ticket. Yeah? For sure. Hell yeah, yeah. man. Fuck so yeah, much dude. I fucking didn't like about North Lane. But fuck, it's fun, man. It's fun. It's it's oh, so good. This is uh, definitely my album of the week. This is my top pick. To me, they just. I begrudgingly it. I have mean, written down that it is definitely my number one as well because of the yes, funness. You dude. and I can agree on one thing about music: massive drop, fucking breakdown riffs, just yes, make us smile, dude. man. They just make us smile. Hell yeah! There's something about it's, them. It's just uh, fucking. I don't know. I can't get over it. I hated the vocals. As fuck. It's, it's genty. Uh, those. Those gent riffs, man, the big breaks. It's And, and oh, the breakdowns, man. like, dude, I was literally, like, cracking up laughing out loud. They're those those riffs that are just, like, so broken down that yes. it's like, this is just funny now. They'd be like, bam. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> How good is and you're just waiting for fucking ages in between little chugs and you're just like this is hilarious i love it oh, <laughs> this it's is the so funny ultimate mosh music man they know what the fucking fans want oh we keep hear. forgetting to mention it the, the album's called obsidian the obsidian volcanic rock by north lane 
Obsidian Northland. It comes in at just under an hour. Uh, just an under under an hour. Massive yeah. riffs. Fucking hardcore as shit. Like, um, I don't know, man. The yeah. music it's, is it's... way better than the vocals. Um, I, that's my only peeve with it. Is this like I'm not well, on board with the vocalist. The opposite of yeah, Sleep the, Token. The I'm not on board with the vocalist. You you love your really perfected vocals, like the Sleep Token guy, where he no, just no, it's not perfected it's just vocals. A, an it's singer. honest vocals, and but, I, there's just this cheese to him that just makes me cringe, man. I just find them cringy vocals. That's a personal taste on his, just the tone uh, of his voice. I still you know? think he's a he's a really good vocalist. He's I mean, if you if you he love can hit the notes, man. So too. can James Labrie from Dream Theater, but it's gay. It doesn't matter about hitting the notes. <laughs> So it's more just his actual voice. That it's just like? the tone, man, and there's nothing he can do about it. I'm sorry, I apologize. Just not my bag. Just tone <laughs> no, of voice. Fair, no choice fair, was fine. He's Everything was fine. You. I don't. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the, the the split voice thing. How there's the the clean style vocals. There was one song that really fuck. It really worked with. I might have written it down. Um, maybe the song Echo Chamber. Okay, I didn't actually. Oh, there's take the any occasional pop hook in a song uh, Nova. I really liked as well. I wrote down some of the songs that I fucking really dug. Like, um, there's a, a track called Abomination. I like sometimes it works. Abomination. Sorry, I didn't even finish that word. Abomination is one of the tracks, but sometimes the vocals fucking yeah. really slam. Yeah, course, but I don't. I'm not a big do, yeah. dual voice thing. Is it two singers when that happens, or is it one guy just doing imitations of two different kinds of singers? Um, I think. Uh... Oh, fuck, I should know this, but uh, they do. They have backing vocals from like the bassist, guitarist, etc. Okay, but, um, but the things I'm cringing at might not. I, think I, they, I, I might not be placing my blame on the right person because it might not be the same guy. But either way, the mm. clean vocals. Sometimes I was like, ugh. But that's just me. But it was totally redeemed by the fun in the album and the fucking the maturity yeah. of the songwriters are so good, man. Like that's such a oh, fucking dude, yeah. Such a cool fucking album, man. I mean, there's a reason that they headline all of the, like, uh, the fucking hardcore Australian uh, festivals and everything, Australia-wide, you know? Like, I mean, I mean, this is also a testament to them as well. Like, having Sleep Token open for them when I they're know. an international UK act, but North Lane that, that, is still that, that the headliners. Fucking, that should have like, told me something. insane. I should have really yeah, fucking, they, they are fucking stood really out to good, me man. and been like, "Fucking yeah, that's yeah, that's why they are the guys they are because they are better, <laughs> you know, or at least they better known. Well, they have a bigger following, yeah. yeah. Like they are huge, man, and fucking they absolutely killed it with this. This album has everything that you want in a metalcore album. It's it's diverse. There's there's clean, hooky melodies and there's fucking like big like, chunky like, breakdowns uh, and the sound the tone of those breakdowns i mean i listen to uh, it on, on my sound system with the big sub and i'm just like fuck man like it just sounds so damn good like with a big chunky fucking but they got like dancey tracks like i wrote here fucking echo chambers dancey this doesn't sound very dancey yet This is huge. Yeah. Right? And then the vocals are kind of working, you know? Yeah, yeah, But that's yeah. fucking sick as shit. And then there's like, um, like, uh, this track called Nova. And it's fucking like lo-fi-y kind of weird shit. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just piping these in at any random point. I'm not, I haven't teed yeah. anything up. 
And he mixed this sort of music with the other tracks that are just massive metal fucking bangers. So this is where the fucking vocals really work. Really happy with the way they sit right now. Great. Yeah, Hell, Deftonesy. Right or, or Team Sleepy, yeah, you know, it's Chino-y. It yeah. is Chino-y. Fuck it. I fucking yeah. dug it, man. Like, really dug this album. So I'm all in. Definitely getting a fucking it's... ticket. We're going to go to this show, man. This is going to be fun. We haven't been to a rock it's show in fucking like... years. Together. Yeah, man. No, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I haven't even been back to Perth for like over three years, but... It's just such an approachable album as well. Like for people that love the chunk and love the metalcore, but you know, sometimes some bands get a bit too much. You know, it's just a little bit too full on. This is like kind of perfect. It's it spaces out the good chunkiness with really fluid melodies that are you can really get hooked into. And it perfectly builds you up into the chunk as well. Like I know, I, I love this fucking yeah, it's this beautiful. new like this new wave of music that's coming now, where it's a whole bunch of bands saying, "Go ahead, try and pigeonhole us. Go yeah, ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know." Yeah, and man, like man. a hell of a lot of the albums we've talked about today are exactly that. Even the Ocean Growth, like you, you look on Wikipedia to yeah. say they're new metal. You listen to the album, you're like, I don't know what the fuck you are. Don't know yeah. what the fuck psychedelic porn crumpets are or King Gizzard. Like, Australia's fucking crushing it. Didn't know what We're to expect from Daniel Johns' album. Like, just the weird, yeah, blurring of lines that's happening right now is fucking mm. exciting. Fucking love it. It's really, really cool, man. We got through it. We did it. Hell yeah, we did it, brother. God, it that was a fucking long one. notes, just off memory as well. Um. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got tons of notes in front of me, man. This is going to be a fucking a doozy. Um... But yeah, yeah cheers, man. So this all started with, you know, months ago, you saying it'd be good to have another opinions on the, the fucking segment of the podcast that uh, mm. I, I critique music. I don't really critique it that well, much, I'll man. Try and, it. Um, I'll try and suggest some more stuff to you uh, in, in the future. Yeah, and likewise I'd... to the listener, fucking suggest things. And if you want to be like Curtis and just zoom in and chat with some things with me and uh, discuss my opinions, like send me something that you know I'm going to fucking hate, you know? And we'll set up a Zoom uh, meeting and you defend it and, and I just go, ugh, right? <laughs> <laughs> or it's my podcast, I'll just edit the other person out. Whatever. <laughs> we can do things in no, post. No, you wouldn't do that. No, you I wouldn't do that. I'm an honest fella. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is what it is. Happy Anzac Day to you, man. I'm going to stop this recording now. We'll continue chatting. We might even play some video games later on. What the fuck All ever. Right, let's do it. Friday night. Again? It's uh, not Friday night. Happy Anzac Day, <laughs> thanks, bro. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks appreciate for coming it. on, dude. Have appreciate it, dude. Right, Peace out. Alrighty. There was a lot. There was a lot going on there. A lot of albums to check out. Like I said, fucking, I completely flipped on. Not really flipped. I just got educated on North Lane. Again, I have problems with those kinds of vocals, guys, but that's just a taste thing from me. I'm an asshole. I get it. Whatever. I want to kill myself. Fucking, we move forward. So, I talk a lot on this podcast about this idea of nostalgia loops and, um, you know, things that, that evolve, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants, all that sort of shit. It should work that way, but it is interesting to notice these little cycles happening throughout music in particular because this is to some extent, a music podcast. Uh, so what I was thinking, we talk about nostalgia loops being in like a 30-year 
like sort of um, rotation, right? So if at the end of every month, we do a little bit of a check-in and see what was happening 30 years ago in that month of music, right? So I'll do a half-assed job of it now. We'll just try and set it up for the month of April because we're at the end of April now. And um, so I'm guessing every four episodes or some shit like that, we'll finish the episode with one of these recaps. So, 1992, April 1992, guys. Uh, we got a bunch of little albums that came out. I've got a little list here in front of me. Fucking Tom Waits bought out an album called Night on Earth. So if any of these albums that I mentioned to you have echoes in pop music today, that's the kind of thing we're trying to target, right? Yeah, cool. All right, so Tom Waits bought out an album called Night on Earth. Um, Archangels bought out their self-titled album. Um, ZZ Top already had a Greatest Hits album out 30 years ago, or, or whatever. Um, Weird Al Yankovic uh, bought out an album. Um, who else have we got here? The Beastie Boys. I'm trying to skim through because some of these people, I don't know who the fuck they are. Kim Sims. I've heard that name, actually. I should maybe check that album out. But yeah, Beastie Boys, Check Your Head came out obituary so more of the fucking heavy stuff speaking of the heavy stuff fucking um where was that iced earth iced earth those guys they bought out an album called night of the storm rider fucking i cared about iced earth for about five minutes at one point in my life tracy chapman had an album out matters of the heart none of her massive bangers are on that album though uh but there's a bunch of stuff going on this uh, these are the albums that, that were released in april right um, I know that doesn't necessarily mean they were trending top of the charts in April, because in April of 92, depending on what part of the world you're talking about, uh, I believe like the fucking biggest singles, like, um, like a boys to men fucking piece of shit or whatever. But, um, you know, those other things like, uh, Eric Clapton's, um, Tears in Heaven was getting pretty big, but that album came out in like January or whatever. So it does, you know, back in the nineties, it took a few months for things to go from release to like top of the charts, right? No internet, you see, and uh, no social media and all that sort of shit. But um, the one that really stood out to me that I think we should end this episode with, um, because it's kind of got that indie twang to it that's kind of coming back a little bit these days, which I like. Um, the band is called The Cure, and they bought out an album called Wish, which I think is probably their uh, most uh, popular, probably best received, uh, you know, most played, most downloaded uh, album of theirs. And uh, it had a massive song on it called um, Friday I'm In Love or something like that. So we'll close out the show with that song just to sort of fucking set up this little section of nostalgia loop crap or whatever. Good idea, bad idea, I don't know. Fucking let me know, guys. Um, whatever, you know how to hit me up. All my details are in the description of this podcast. Use them and suggest music to us and we can have fun and we'll go on this weird little journey together. That's the whole point of it, guys. Um, so here's a song. Uh, from The Cure, from the album Wish, which came out pretty much exactly 30 years ago. See if it's still relevant, still if it's still holding up, or see if it's just disgusting, I don't know. This is the Jam Room Podcast, guys. Have a fantastic week out there. Play music, write music, listen to music, have fun with music. Take care now. Bye-bye, then. <laughs>